0: Also, I just want to say, golf is fucking tight.
1: I told you that before, you dipshit. Golf is so sick. And then you're like,
0: bro, you should golf. And they're like, hey, fuckface, I do golf. Well, one, I didn't know that. Two, I was very drunk so even if i did know it sober tyler might have known it drunk tyler didn't know wedding we went golfing the morning of see that sounds like the life like i always thought golf was like just like a rich white guy sport and then i tried it and i'm like this is way fucking cool
1: it can be a rich white dude sport if you're a cunt.
0: but you don't if have to be a cunt. that which is the best
1: part yeah you can just go have fun drink some beers golf
0: and like i'm and it's really golf. just
1: like it's peaceful you yeah fuck, it's put just serene away yeah
0: I didn't even have my phone on me. All I had in my pocket was, a like, a handful of golf balls because I was losing them left and right.
1: You probably suck. Golf's something that you need to play consistently to be good.
0: Yeah, or turns frequently. it out. turns out the very first time doing it, not very good at it. Yeah. Like, right around the end of the first nine holes is when I started to, like, figure it out. I feel like that's where the consistency comes from, right? Where it's just, like, you no, cause hit some these clubs like, so many times so you know the distance. Well, like, you can get
1: charts like okay if you're this far away you should be using this club and then it's like okay if you need loft use this club instead or if you need to go over trees or try to punch it through trees
0: well that's just where you using the clubs because like sure like there's that's literally just playing like, that's just playing, yeah you just have yeah, to be we'll able to, to, to play that. your clubs like yeah. the way they are because like the way that i hit like a nine iron and the way that you hit a nine iron are going to be very different yes just because we're two different people which is so sick Golf and Magic are kind of a lot of a lot alike in that yeah, way. Yeah, it's
1: repetition. And it's, it's like, like just knowing it in and out.
0: Yeah, you just have to like get the thing and then once you get the thing then you're good to go. My petition to have more Magic players play golf or more golfers play Magic. I don't know. Both. Both. Why not be insert why not both me? Yeah. What is up good boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of the Fetch and Shock podcast. I am your host Protection from demons and dragons, Tyler. And joining me, as always, is a phased-out creature, Matt. Matt, what's up, man? Not a whole lot, dude.
1: What's going on?
0: Oh, you know, just sitting down to record the podcast a day late. Yeah, that's your fault, you drunkard. Yeah, 1,000% my fault. Okay, listen, here's the thing. I was actually, because my nap went, unexpected. not Oh, so it's we got shared blame. It was
1: mostly my fault, but like... No, because like, I woke anxiety. my
0: ass up. I woke my ass up,
1: <laughs> and I was gonna do it. I just wasn't upset that we...
0: Okay. Because, like, we, I could have been responsible and been a good magic content creator and, like, you know, like, kept to my schedule and, like, went and did the thing and then got back and then didn't do... then, like, did the podcast. Um, Instead, I went and had too many beers and then, yeah, I didn't get home too much later. It happens. I'm going to say that this... I don't know if this was the first time that this has happened for us. I'm assuming it will not be the last guaranteed not can you think of another podcast out there or just even just content in general that got delayed by a day because one of the members just got too drunk i'm
1: sure it's happened but not very frequently is my
0: guess i think we might be a rare bird
1: yeah i can i can believe that
0: but here's the thing me being irresponsible gave us another entire day of spoilers to talk about so if anything i did it for the people i got drunk for the people
1: that sounds like something a drunk would say
0: <laughs> but still technically right
1: not technically wrong i don't know if it's right
0: i will take technically not wrong it's a gray area i listen i'm trying to live in that gray area right now Li- live in the gray anything that takes me away oh yeah isn't that wasn't that oh, shirt that we were supposed to wear? yeah life, life is, is, is gray. The gray. yeah <laughs> Fetch and Shock merch coming 2021, 20, uh, probably. I don't know. Maybe maybe earlier. If we do do merch Speaking at Speaking of
1: merch, uh, Dennis, I promise you I'm sending your thing out. I just haven't yet.
0: Oh, I thought you I,
1: fucking sent it out, you piece of shit. No, I've just been stupid busy uh, in and out of town working. I haven't been That's true. able you to were out of town this drop entire it off. Week. Not the yeah. entire
0: week, but. Most of the week. Yeah. I okay, will get so there, we're I promise both, you. We're both culpable for this podcast uh shortcomings is what you're trying to say.
1: I mean, who else would it really be on?
0: I, I guess nobody else besides you and I are responsible for this turn, so.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> We're the only two fuck ups who could fuck this up.
1: I'm sure if we tried, we could blame someone else, but Corey, that's fucking Corey's fault. It's freaking California.
0: Cool. It's it is really just the West Coast's fault in general. I'm not saying just Corey. I'm saying the entire West Coast. Nope, it's
1: just Corey's fault.
0: Alright, that's fine. If if we want to make him the just the grand scapegoat of the Fetch and Shock podcast.
1: Oh, I thought he was already. Oh yeah, but now Whoops.
0: right now is just where he gets his official label. Yeah. That's, that's gonna be our first piece of Fetch and Shock merch. It's Blame just gonna be shirt that says it's Corey's fault and just have his fucking face just plastered <laughs> on the front of it.
1: I'm fine with that. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> that
0: is so good. Maybe we should get some merch going at some point. All of these ideas are so good. They're terrible, but it's fine. No, zero people would buy them, except for us. You and I would have like four shirts that nobody would get and we'd wear them to like a GP or something. People would be like, what the, what, what, what is that? What what does blame Corey mean? Blame Corey, bro. It's read the shirt, idiot. It fucking, reading the shirt explains the shirt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) RTFS.
0: The time-honored tradition of reading the fucking cards. (laughs) God damn it. Well, I guess we could talk about, you know, magic stuff at this point. But before we spoilers, let's talk about something that I spent some time this week uh, not arguing because everybody was making the same points and we were just discussing how stupid it was. Um, the suspension announcement that we got this week for Historic. And I guess the the issue people were taking with this was not that the card that was suspended should not have been suspended. I think people were fine with the choice that Wizards made. It's the way that they did it that was kind of shitty and kind of double backed on
1: everything they've said in the last like year.
0: You're right. Something that they had, they put in place specifically for scenarios like this. So for those of you out there who don't really care about historic or didn't see this announcement um, earlier this week on June 8th, wizards put out a suspension update for the historic format, which is a format that's only on really magic arena. And they suspended a card essentially what suspension is too, for people who don't also don't know that the format Suspension is essentially a card being banned, but it's like partially banned instead of permanently banned. So suspended cards, they can take off of suspension and on to suspension. And I'm assuming that word is very important if we're going to be talking about the, the gray area that we were working with with it. So Winota, joiner of forces, was announced to be suspended from the historic format. And this is coming off the coattails of a ban and restricted announcement a week prior. Well, let's let's go
1: back a little bit. They said that they would always, moving forward, they would give a week for any BNR announcement.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the thing that I'm I'm assuming they're they're pulling their loophole from. They said a week for a ban and restrict announcement. This card was suspended.
1: Uh, so those cheeky fucks were like, oh, it's technically not been
0: Yeah, exactly. It's this is a well actually mm. coming from Wizards. <laughs> they are the person in the Twitter feed that when somebody makes a a point and they miss a small little fact, Wizards is the person that comes up behind and says, oh, well, actually, it wasn't 5%. It was 4.8%. Like, Wizards just did one of those
1: One of those shits, yeah.
0: Fucking well actually move. Hate that shit. But yeah, so, like you said, Wizards had set that precedent of, we do the announcement for the announcement. A week later, you get the announcement. Boom, easy. Not everybody loved it. You and I both were in the camp of, just just give us the banned card, call our day. But they put it in place, and they were following it, and we just got to live with that decision. Until now, where they just dropped this historic ban with no notice whatsoever, and people assumed that since it was not suspended in the previous ban and restricted announcement, that this deck was going to be kosher moving forward.
1: Yeah. So people saying- went
0: out and invested their wild cards and in their, in their Magic Arena currency to building yeah, this, this deck. Is-
1: this is strictly for an arena format, correct? That
0: is correct. So, okay, and so people know. aren't really spending money per se on these cards, but they are spending resources that they either earned or I'm sure there's people out there who just jammed packs, like bought gems or coins, used those gem and coins to get packs, and then opened packs until they either got the wild cards or got the cards in order to build this deck. Because I'm sure there are people out there that definitely do that because they don't want to spend the time grinding.
1: Guarantee, yeah.
0: So them just completely throwing out their previously set standard for how they're going to do things and just fucking say, Hey, this is, this is, this is our decision. Now that's pretty, pretty shitty of them.
1: Yeah. Like just keep it consistent. That's, that's all we're really asking for.
0: And if they really want to be the people who like want to do the, the go back and like find the loophole where it's like, this was suspended, not banned or restricted. uh, Fine. Sure. I think it would be fair to the player base, whether it's a paper player base or an exclusively digital player base, if they were a little bit more transparent with how they were going to do these things.
1: Yeah, instead of just saying, eh, just kidding, because that's really what they've done.
0: Yeah, agreed. And then also coming from a week of Magic where we're in spoiler season. Spoiler season, I think overwhelmingly throughout the year is the most positive time on social media for Magic the Gathering. Like, the sky could be falling the week before spoiler season. The second spoiler season hits, new cards are getting thrown at you left and right from a million different content creators. And you're getting to see, like, new content creators make videos and release cards and stuff like that. And you're getting to see brand new cards or sweet reprints and stuff. And people get stoked about that. And the positivity is overflowing on social media in Magic Community. This just kind of fucking was just a blemish on this week. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep, and people are kind of annoyed and pissed off, and I really don't blame them. No, granted, this affects me so. in no way whatsoever. I could frankly give a shit, but it is kind of shitty that they're just like, eh, "Whatever, we're gonna do it anyway."
0: Well, and, and even the
1: worst—I think the worst part is right after a band restricted enough.
0: That is a hundred percent the worst part. I can understand if it was go if it was a couple weeks of historic being dominated by Winoda and Wizards just be like, okay, this is like an emergency ban for this card, so people can actually enjoy this format.
1: Yeah, we need to take an emergency action.
0: I get that, but you can still do that with an announcement to the announcement and wait the week. That'd be fine.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I mean, because honestly, that's what they still did before. When they did the announcement for the announcement, I mean, companions were blowing every format up, ruining it, and they still did the announcement for the announcement and had a dead format for a week. People just waiting with bated breath on what was going to happen with a companion. We all knew that they were going somewhere or getting changed somehow, which didn't know how. And we were waiting a week for. Yeah, well put. So thanks, Wizards. For them, for Wizards listening to us, they really don't listen to us that well.
1: They need to start doing a better job for sure.
0: Or maybe, no, this was Wizards listening to us. They're just dumb. We told them time and time again, just give us the bands. And they're like, "Oh, Fast Truck boy said, just give them the bands. Here you go. <laughs> just Here's the
1: fucking bands. Get after it."
0: They just wizards. You did a good job of listening to us, but just like let other people know that you're listening to us, so that everybody knows that the bands are just gonna come out, so it's not a surprise to everybody. Well put. Sir. Now, now we just know that when we say things, we have to really concretely frame it out, so that there's no misconstruing that wizards has like some kind of weird area to fuck it up. You know they'd fuck it up, right? Because again, this is just proving that they're listening to us. Figure, dude. You know what else is some proof that Wizards is listening to us? What's that? Some of these Corset Twenty Twenty One spoilers.
1: They are potent.
0: Yes, sir. They are. Holy shit! This
1: for a Corset too. Let's keep that in mind. This is a Corset.
0: You're right. And like, think about the sets that have happened in the past couple of years. Even just let's let's think about it in the sets that have happened in one year. I can think of only one set in the past year that I received a text from you in the middle of the day out of the blue saying, dude, this set is nuts. And that was Modern Horizons was the last time I got one of those texts. Yeah. You sent me a text this week saying, holy shit, Core Set 2021 is busted. There's just so many good cards in it. Yeah. And if we want to take a little look back to last week, go back in time, um, some of that is these was a great time capsule noise, by the way. <laughs> that is going to be my time-traveling sound for a plus. the duration. That's actually that's my Teferi impression. You're double <laughs> dipping. But going back to last do week. It. Hey, real quick, do it backwards. Uh, I can't do it backwards. <laughs> it's, a, it's an exhale. Or it's, a, it's an exhale. I can't do it. It's the same sound backwards.
1: What's this that is... called? An automanopoeia? No, what's that?
0: What oh, is it's uh... called?
1: Like rail car, race car rather.
0: Yeah, where it's the same, like mom. Mom, oh, wow. dad. It's the same yeah. forward, backward.
1: Hannah, depending on spelling.
0: Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. Derailed. Yeah, that was a, that was an official derailment. <laughs> no, but last week we went over some of our guesses for the cards that we thought were going to be in the set, just from the teasers that Mero, uh put out. Some of them we fucking nailed, man. Some of them. can't remember exactly which ones, but definitely some of them. Well, let's go over some of the spoilers. We're going to do it in wooberg order, because we're finally figuring out a uh, more effective way of going through spoilers starting with white one of them that we nailed last week was bane slayer angel yeah Mhm. the big bad mythic rare french vanilla bane slayer angel oh man this is such a great inclusion for a core set
1: it's just strong it's fine and standard like that's not in modern beyond is um, there a
0: card in the set that you pick over bane slayer and limited I don't believe so, but I
1: also haven't. That's what we were talking about before. You take Old Another, Dragon Boy yeah, yeah. or Baneslayer, and I think like that's probably the best. Um, I haven't looked at every card in the set, but that's going to go ahead and be my uh, pack one, pick one. Yeah, that's my front slam, runner
0: for best pack one, pick one. In
1: the- and limited card, yeah.
0: That is just like, who Baneslayer is such a bomb. It just fits so well, like you said, in a standard format. It's not too good but it's a good like control finisher yeah for a but, control finisher it's great for like a top end and an aggressive like white base deck it's really good hell even out of the board like against the like decks where you need to gain some life or you just need to throw up a, a big flyer that can just beat stick them down and even like strike you know, and life link turns out is real good and like who knows there are some really good dragons that were spoiled in this set too there could just be a time where your opponent is just playing mono red and just slams some dragons, and oh, you're just like, "Well, you,
1: I you guess just I play Baneslayer counter." It'd be like, "Oh, sorry, bud, I got the trump card."
0: Well, I'm saying, yeah, you just like Baneslayer just beats those dragons. Turns yeah, out,
1: I, how much of a kick in the teeth would that be? Say I windmill slam this dragon,
0: turn five, pass the you go Baneslayer angel. <laughs> Can you beat this? Um, the card that says protection from the thing you did. Uh taste it. It's also a five five. And it also is a flyer the and has perfect. Life Lifelink,
1: life first strike, and flying, I guess that matters too. It's mm-hmm. just ridiculous.
0: Well, and especially in the world that you're playing against somebody who's playing a dragon. That means they're playing red, that means they're trying to get you dead quick. Lifelink, five five. Uh that's that'll swing a game.
1: Yeah, it, it races progenitus, doesn't it? It wasn't that proved
0: in that standard format when they were together. Yeah. Just because it gains the life back. It well, just starts knocking them away. for
1: five, yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, oh yeah. Gotta love me a good man. But there's some other freaking awesome reprints in this set, dude. In white, we got Containment Priest in yeah, standard now.
1: That's pre- I think the more important part is having that available in Modern, modern. and yep. uh, Pioneer, I guess.
0: Yeah, I, th- I feel Pioneer to a lesser extent, even though I'm not entirely sure what Pioneer looks like post-Companion. Um, but for sure, it's a really, really good inclusion for Modern. Does
1: in, this do anything even in Standard? I don't know what's in
0: It might. I, I mean, I honestly, am not sure. Especially like when this set is available in Standard. This set with just the raw power level is going to shake Standard up a, a good amount, I feel. So it's hard to kind of see where its space is going to be in Standard because it's coming in with all of these other cards, with these 273 other cards.
1: I also just don't think it, there's anything like cheating creatures into play is there mm, well with winona
0: you could do it like that just puts them into play i feel like that deck just got it got banned so i i don't know how or how many other options you have for that um it remains to be seen um there but it also you can use containment priest as a removal spell if you have a deck that can just blank your opponent stuff Containment priest is exiles
1: yeah it says
0: peace <laughs> which is sick i had a couple people text me or also in the Fetch and Shock Discord, shout out to the Fetch and Shock Discord, people asking me about Containment Priest and its power level in Modern, I'm not entirely sure if people are going to just start jamming it or not.
1: I think the big thing there, how potent are Aether Vile decks? Um, Dredge. It's good against Dredge. It's very good against Dredge, yeah. it's, um It's uh, like the Reanimator decks, those aren't really common anymore, but- No.
0: Ooh, and um, here's the thing- It does stop
1: those, so- it does, yeah. Well, I guess here's, dredge is pretty much the dredge is the deck. big one. But
0: here's the thing: containment priest has been legal in Legacy for a long time, and yeah, yeah. I would say probably in the past year, I can't remember registering containment priest in my deck. Logak was the last time I think I put containment priest in my deck, so that was about a year ago. After that, containment priest just doesn't matter anymore.
1: Yeah, it's a great cyborg card, and at
0: the worst to do flash. Well, here's the thing with especially in Legacy, and this is, of, of course, less of the case in Modern, with the decks that are really trying to cheat stuff in play, you're better off not using Containment Priest and attacking them in a different angle. Like, Rest in Peace does this same job, but it also has more utility in other spaces that yeah, aren't just, just, like, Reanimator decks. Generally better, yeah. Yeah, and even in those, like, Reanimator Sneak and Show decks, the one of the best cards that you can put on the board, especially early, over top of Containment Priest, is Chalice of the Void. Like, that just shuts off their ability to enact their game plan, because they those decks are leaning so heavy on their one-mana spells.
1: In Legacy, you're talking? Yes, correct. Okay. So no, that this makes speaking,
0: sense. Just in the ways that I could play Containment Priest before, it really didn't pull the weight that it used to. But maybe now that it's in Modern, I it think can it'll get back some, into a playable... some play. Oh, for sure. I don't think it's going to see zero play.
1: But it might give some life to your stupid white aggressive decks, like... Flickerwisp, legal and modern. You better bet it is. It's also. Oh, I league, mean, Eldrazi uh, Displacer. Yeah, Displacer. Also legal and modern. That's three mana. Start exiling your creatures. Cool.
0: Yeah, seems okay. Seems but pretty I'm, I'm decent. To see. Also, we did not guess Containment Priest was the human cleric that we were gonna see. So that was we're we're uh, one in one. We got Baneslayer, right, and we did not get Containment Priest right. What other white cards? Um, So another one important to you, I guess, that we did not get right uh, was the protection, the very unique protection. We got a Rune Halo. Yeah, it wasn't. No, that was something I did not see coming. Rune Halo is a hell of a card.
1: It really is. I don't think it's as good as it once was, though. Like modern, like what, two years ago when Titan was just the only angle of attack was either a Titan, which you had uh, swords or not swords, uh, path. And then on top of that, you drop a
0: rune halo on Valakit. You it's just game say, over.
1: can you kill me? No. Never. Okay.
0: Okay, cool. We're, then we're going to continue playing this game where you can't do anything. But yeah. Rune halos. I think we should read rune halo. Cause this one's a weird one. Uh Bainslayer kind of explains itself. And I think we talked about it. Uh, Containment priest. Uh, I guess we can read it. It's one in a white for a tutu. It has flash. And it says if a non-token creature would enter the battlefield, and it wasn't cast exile instead, so that one that was containment rune halo. However, is two white for an enchantment. White when, white or so. white, white yeah two yeah so not two and a white two white mana for an enchantment. And when it enters the battlefield, you choose a card name, and you have protection from chosen card name. So like how Matt just said, you would play it, name Valakit, so all of the Valakit triggers that go in the stack when they go cast their uh, their escape shift or get their titan uh they don't you they don't do anything to you because they can't target you
1: you can also you know? just put this like on eidolon of the great Revel. name eidolon of the great Revel just doesn't deal you damage
0: yeah it just deals your opponent damage and not you that's pretty good
1: so it's very very strong you just have to kind of know what you're up against and what you...
0: yeah room and this isn't gets...
1: something that goes in every deck this is no, kind of sure. a very specific
0: well One, it's white-white, so you have to be able to lean heavy on white mana in order to cast it, and two, this deck really flourishes in a known meta, where you have like a a list of like four or five decks that you know you're going to go up against, and this has to have a target in a good portion of those decks where you want to register this in your sideboard.
1: Like if Storm is super popular or Titan, it doesn't really help, like, for example, against Jund, because Jund can kill you with anything lands or yeah it really n- narrows down and really just fucks those decks
0: yeah like you just named grape you don't shot Don't have a Storm. lot of yeah yeah exactly. it just really you, shuts them down you get it i've been there man i've i have registered a Rune halo once or twice never i but not myself those, those were the noticeable or yeah notable white reprints that i saw let's talk about some new cards in white
1: first things first let's start with our new planeswalker
0: yeah that was exactly what i was going to start with we got a brand new planeswalker to the wonderful world of magic of the gathering basri ket he is one in two white mana he is a starting loyalty of three and he has a plus one ability that says put a plus one plus one counter on up to one target creature it gains indestructible until the end of turn it has a minus two that says whenever one or more non-token creatures attack this turn create that many one one white soldier creature tokens that are tapped and attacking And it has a minus six that says you get an emblem with at the beginning of combat on your turn, create a one one white soldier creature token, then put a plus one plus one counter on each creature you control.
1: So this thing's good, but it's not one of it's not going to be one of the greats because it doesn't really protect itself. Um, But if you would drop this, if you have two creatures out, you're going to start smushing some people and can you imagine and specifically limited in this scenario a board stall and you drop this guy and say okay i'm going to minus 2 him attack with six creatures
0: and here's six additional 11s oh my goodness like yeah just think about the world where you can go turn one creature turn two creature this guy hit you will make one of your dudes
1: buffer and indestructible one of your creatures me. or that
0: me. yeah you can definitely do that too and it's important to know that that's a plus one plus one counter that's pretty big. yeah
1: and I think the ultimate is pretty much game over.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. If it's you're not,
1: su- unless you're super far behind. Um, but if you can survive like a turn, like I think two turn, you have a three, three and a two, two. And then after that, it gets real
0: wild. Oh, you can, yeah, you can get really out of hand with this guy. That's if you have zero other crit-
1: yep in play when you ultimate.
0: Um, I do think it's kind of weird that his minus two, uh, it doesn't really do anything if your opponent just like, can remove your creatures before combat.
1: So, or, like, um, it's not in this set, but Cryptic Command.
0: So. Oh, and like, tap down. Yeah, sure. So you're
1: like, okay, go to combat, uh, minus this dude, move to my combat, okay, I'll tap your team down. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, I do see some things happening like that.
0: Yeah, we really don't see very often a Planeswalker's minus ability being as fragile as this guy's. Yeah. But he is a three-mana Planeswalker.
1: Which... Tend to not ever be super terrible. I, th- I think it's good. Like, limited. It's a first pickable card.
0: Oh, my goodness, yeah. Like, you're picking Baneslayer over this, but, like, you're also, if you don't have Baneslayer in your pack. uh
1: Yeah, you, how dare you, you live the magical Christmas land of opening them both and be like, oh, shit, this decision is terrible. You would really, really screw whoever you're passing. T- if you open if you, this and Baneslayer in the first pack.
0: And you pass, like, a foil version of this guy to, like, the person next to you yeah and they're like oh shit you're in you got you kind of have to
1: narrow it down but like that and three other cards
0: yeah there's a very very slim slim margin of creatures or just cards in general that are better than this guy in limited that your opponent had to have picked if they're passing you this
1: yeah that it's like okay well i know i'm not in white yeah
0: yeah yeah i see you clear if somebody's passing you this
1: well, no, not even that. But if you're, you're, that's what I mean. Like, you try to stay away from white. Do you try to make it work?
0: If somebody's passing you this, oh, man. Like, I don't even want to get into the, the theoreticals of that.
1: Yeah. Because, like, the, the chances Frank of that Kirsten's happening are so, so slim. Do something like
0: that. Watch my first draft. I'm going to sit down and somebody's going to pass me this and my brain's just going to fucking explode. Just melt out of your ears. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my pack one, pick one, and then I'm going to take this guy and I'm just going to walk out of the LGS. I'm going to be like, you know what, guys? Tonight... Not my night. <laughs> We're yeah. uh, getting out of here. I don't want to deal with wherever this train wreck's going because that is gonna that will throw me off of a draft so bad. I will have the worst unplayable pile of cards by the end of it because I'm just gonna be second guessing every single decision five, I make there on out. Five color Basri. I think yeah, that's five, how you five pronounce that. Five color that. unplayable cards.
1: Basri, Basri, like that. Yeah. Just take no <laughs> creatures.
0: <laughs> so if if you out there uh, play a corset 2021 draft and you get past about a bazary. uh let us know and <laughs> see i want to know how that goes for you god damn it
1: <laughs> what else did you use? i have there's a couple things in this that
0: i think there are two more uh cards that i want to talk about in white um one of them is idol of endurance yeah that one it's this, I think card, this card's pretty good i think this card's really good i mean it's it's a white card so i'm obviously have that skew but uh idol of endurance is an artifact for two and one white, it says whenever idol or idol of endurance enters the battlefield, exile all creature cards with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard until Idol of Endurance leaves the battlefield. And this then this is for, a
1: really oh sorry, yeah, go ahead for the
0: Yeah, for the for the last part of the card it says for one and a white, you tap it, and until the end of turn, you may cast a creature spell. From among the cards exiled with idol of endurance without paying its man so i think this
1: thing i think this thing is pretty good um you would want to like from a limited perspective like uh, i'm sure the there's some stupid things you could do in a constructed format but limited uh you pack one pick one this thing you can build around that and kind of play your game plan where you're just um trading off resources trading off resources chump blocking double blocking to kill their stuff and if your stuff is dying it's not the end of the world because you know this is eventually coming and then you say okay well here's this um oh you can't deal with this and then you just start okay here's a three drop three drop two drop three drop and you can kind of just start taking it.
0: Oh goodness! Yeah, this because this just works I think that's really, the, really well.
1: That seems like the highest ceiling.
0: In, in a this. world where like you just have a a really aggressive deck, if you get to a point where your opponent is just killing all of your your low aggressive creatures, playing this and getting those creatures back, it gives you a second win. And I think yeah, that's it, huge. It just doesn't let you putter out. It gives you some some additional things. My thing was too. This this card makes you wrath which is really cool in an aggressive deck, especially in a constructed format where you're playing out your stuff. Cool, you're getting your damage in. Your opponent eventually gets to the four, five, six mana that they need to do their wrath. They wrath you. You play this thing and rebuild occurs. Every turn, you're just getting something back, something back, something back. And your opponent just has to uh, just deal with that stuff again.
1: So quick question for you. I agree with you there. It's yeah. Okay. You have your second wrath. Okay, you're probably doing quite well for yourself anyway, but um, can you cast this on their turn? Or would you have to cast it the only time you could cast a
0: Um That, I believe, you have to do it on your turn, anytime that you would be able to cast it. No. Hmm.
1: Because it just
0: says cast.
1: It yeah, I it believe doesn't.
0: You might have it, to. Since follow. it references
1: it, I think that it's a creature, but if it had flash, you could do I don't know. I would have I to. I think that
0: the- that is correct,
1: at least from That's my assume, knowledge of but, it. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, you, you
0: and I are, I ne- assume, neither of us are judges.
1: Yeah, I assume that you would have to cast it on your turn. Yes. because But it says until end of turn, and then you cast. Huh, I don't know.
0: And I think that's also a drawback of this. It says you cast it. It's not just put it on the battlefield. Sure, I mean, you get your enter the battlefield triggers and stuff, and, like, that's all fine and good. But uh, there's just something so much in- inherently weaker to me well, than you get just get it on the battlefield.
1: You would also get cast triggers.
0: I'm just thinking of how many um, cast triggers and ETB abilities are on Are very good ones are on three mana containment priest. If that makes you feel any better, <laughs> it does. You're right. If you're in the world where your opponent has containment priest, somehow, or of endurance do. gets around it or you have, that's true in a world where your opponent, you're trying to use containment priest to stop your opponent's things. Idle of endurance helps you with your strategy. still.
1: yeah. So that one's a good one. I like it.
0: Oh, so you have two mana activated at instant speed. You get to cast your containment priest because it has flash, and then you untap and then get to put another creature in. Pretty good. This is like a fixed version of Vile.
1: Yeah, kind of.
0: Like a really weak Vile. So, oh
1: my god, it makes not even close to comparison. So, um, Basri's Lieutenant. I think yeah, that card's card. Really good. Yeah, I, there, you, there's very clearly a one-one counters theme in this set. That's pretty evident. But this yeah, is especially three. White. Yeah, this is three and a white for a human knight. It's Three, four, vigilant protection from multicolored when basri's lieutenant enters the battlefield put a plus one plus one counter on target creature you control and then the second line here is whenever basri's basri lieutenant or another creature you control dies if it had a plus one plus one counter on it create a two two white knight creature token with vigilance.
0: that card is something else
1: real strong with a lot of plus one plus one counters um i think it's just strong it's a good card uh um, yeah, but it was the real reason I wanted to read go. that one, uh, this card is going to win a lot of games is Bowsry's solidarity.
0: Hoo-wee! This card is nuts.
1: Yeah. So this is one in a white for a sorcery at uncommon, put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control. That's the real reason I wanted
0: this card's going to win you game. Yeah. And like this in multiples, like we don't, we just don't see this ability with plus one, plus one counters. At this low of a mana cost.
1: At two mana.
0: We never see that. That's so gross.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's going to be quite strong.
0: Yeah, I like both of those cards a lot. I'll tell you what, Matt, there's another card in this, the white colors, that I really, really...
1: Like. Is it, let me guess, is it the, uh, the a 4-4 Angel?
0: No, that one's really good, too. It is Pack Leader. We got our Lord. Oh, the pupper Lord, yeah. I forgot about that. And, I mean, sure, this card is very good especially for what it is. But I think the connotation that goes along with this, this creature and the historic significance and magic is much more important than the card itself. So pack leader is a two, two creature dog for one in a white. It two says dogs. other dogs you control, get a plus one, plus one. And whenever pack leader attacks, prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn to dogs. You control not other dogs. Dogs. dogs also um, dogs. there are
1: a fair amount of dogs i know there's an uncommon one one there's the two two vigilance one that's a two drop yeah there's uh the, there's a five drop there's there's a the the five drop a one, one that's rex age yeah there's there's some um, puppers in this format or in this set excuse me
0: well can we just take a moment to just awe over the fact that we finally have dogs in magic and that wizards announce that from this point forward all hounds in magic are errated to being dogs. That is good something boys and that girls. I have always, always, always wanted, and we finally fucking got it. I lost my mind when I saw that. Just because I'm like, holy shit, we got dogs, boys. We did because cats
1: have want. been here for a long time.
0: Oh, cats are insane too. Like all of, like cat commander, like that's just a really good deck.
1: Yeah, that's a and real. They have thing. a bunch
0: of cool legendaries. My one issue with this, this guy's not a legendary you? creature. Oh. Again, with the, the conversation that we had before about legendary creatures or non legendaries being legendaries, all you have to do is put the in front of this fucking guy's name. He's a legendary creature. The pack leader. Boom. It's all you needed. You needed. Oh, but I am so happy about this card. I'm so, so happy. And this is yeah, the
1: fi- I you would be.
0: that we got. Turns out it's not Hydras. So sorry, Dennis. That was a good guess. But I'm happy it's not Hydras. I'm very happy it's dogs. So are there any yeah, other I would agree with you. Guys? No, I uh, I was all good on white. The only other thing that I wanted to mention about white, Vryn Wingmare. Uncommon. Got demoted. As it should have been. It shouldn't have been rare. My flying Thalia got taken down a notch, which I'm fine with. I get to play like pseudo-Thalia Unlimited. Sign me up. Yeah. So let's move on to some uh, blue spells. I think the first one is probably the one that got people uh, fired up pretty much right out of the gate. It is Teferi, Master of Time. (sighs) Jesus Christ, this card. This card, man. Oh, boy. I'll read it. We can talk about how fucking gross this guy is. So Teferi, master of time, is two, two blue. He is a legendary planeswalker Teferi with a starting loyalty of three. He has a plus one that says draw a card, then discard a card. He has a minus three that says target creature you don't control phases out. And then a minus ten that says take Two extra turns after this one. Also, Teferi Master of Time has yeah, a static
1: ability. Yeah, you just for, you forgot this little tiny okay stuff.
0: Oh no, I'm I was saving the best part for last, man. He has a static ability that says you may activate loyalty abilities of Teferi Master of Time on any player's turn, anytime you could cast an instant. So anytime so I'm, ass- you have priority, I'm assuming this. You can is, use it. I'm assuming this is one activation per turn cycle. No, it's not gross yep and that is the worst part about it yeah these I believe they they did release the uh the rules for this card and it is once per turn that's disgusting this card is trouble
1: so each turn cycle draw two cards
0: and discard two cards separate it cool yeah well cool 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 yeah cool 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 um yeah, and sure, the plus one, just draw a card, discard a card. I, nothing flashy, nothing super exciting about that, but a good plus one ability, and the fact that you can do it on your turn and your opponent's turn um, it is draws, just
1: yeah, icing on the cake. It protects itself, and you still get to loot. What? No, rummage. Rummage? Well, Let's draw a discard. Just one. Loot. That's two.
0: No, looting is like Merfolk Looter. Is a, When you attack, you draw a card, then discard a card.
1: Merfolk Looter, you tap. But I uh, get it. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's what be you draw the card and then you discard. That's looting. Okay.
1: Rummaging is, discard is discarding draw.
0: that drawing. Yep, correct. Okay.
1: But, yeah, this thing is fucking disgusting.
0: It's yeah, going gonna... like, <laughs> to... What the fuck, man? In the world where on your turn, you plus it, and then on your opponent's turn, they attack it, and then after attackers are declared, you, can phase you get it to out, minus it.
1: And it still survives since they have two...
0: Which is nuts. And I let's take a second and talk about phasing for a minute. First of all, you nailed it from last week. I didn't think they were actually going to bring phasing back, to be honest with you. I mean, there's another card that we talked about last week that we were both just like, no way, but it also still made it into the set. But we'll get to that. Uh, phasing is a piece of shit mechanic, if we're going to be honest. Like, it is not very intuitive, especially to newer players.
1: Yeah. So
0: the This way at least has
1: this, exactly how it reads, so that's nice.
0: Yeah, the, yeah, at least this one does have reminder text. So the reminder text on the card is, uh, treat it as anything attached to it, as though... They don't exist until it's controllers next turn. They, okay.
1: They're, they do exist. They do exist. They do exist, but it's treated as like, it's and just they don't not in the game. So it's so... not
0: like it leaves the battlefield. It just ceases to be anywhere. It's not really in any specific zone. So it's not like in an exile or in on the battlefield or anything like that. It's just not there. And then when it phases back in, It doesn't do any triggers like in entering the battlefield or anything like that. It just, boom, pops back into existence. Yeah,
1: so a common thing with phasing is phasing out a Pyrexian Dreadnought, for example.
0: Yeah, that's something you can do. So, yeah, this... (sighs) This card is gross, so...
1: Man, this is just something else. This thing is going to take over standard, I bet. I think more than that. You think so at four mana?
0: Oh, yes. I think so for sure.
1: I think this is for sure going to be in
0: the Time Walk deck. I mean, dude, I honestly think that this is just better than Jace the Mind Sculptor in Modern. The fact that you can mm, no. activate on your turn and then... Uh, I don't,
1: because Brainstorm is a hell of a lot powerful, more powerful than looting.
0: See, I don't think it is when you get to do his plus multiple times. Like, you get to do it on your turn and then your opponent's turn.
1: You could be right, I just don't, I don't think you are. I we'll ju- find I...
0: out genuinely think this I guy especially tell. especially paired with three mana teferi this really really screws shit well three mana teferi is the the problem there, not this thing oh but i mean i think three to three mana teferi is just better than jason i am
1: very two. very very glad abilities teferi planeswalker but specifically name this one
0: Oh, you're talking about for the static ability with the flash thing. If they would have just said you may activate loyalty abilities of Teferi Planeswalkers as though they had, or at any time, instant speed, that would have been too much. I think that was at least had to have been thought out beforehand.
1: Yeah, that, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, so keep an eye out for Teferi Master of Time. Uh, this card's going to ruin your local format pretty soon, pretty much the second it drops. Yeah. But, Matt, do you have uh, any blue cards that you want to mention? I have several.
1: (laughs) Uh, The first thing I wanted to mention is, what's it called? The uh, See the Truth.
0: Ooh, this card's, yeah, this card's something else.
1: So for one and a blue sorcery, look at the top three cards of your library. Put one of those cards in your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library. Sure, not that great. But if this spell was cast from anywhere other than your hand, put each of those cards into your hand instead.
0: So you just get to Ancestral for one in a book. Yes. Matt, you know what I think the the killer for this card is? The, uh, what's it called? Uh, sorcery speed.
1: Uh, no, I think this would be pretty good with... What the fuck is that red enchantment through... Not through... Underworld Breed.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. That I seems don't know pretty if it'll good. be good, but I, this thing has... Um, I, think, I think the fact that it is... Sorcery a, is big. Sorcery yeah. and not an instant takes away its playability pretty significantly, especially in a format where you have Snapcaster Mage, because I think that was everybody's initial thought.
1: Yeah, I thought about that too. But even four mana, you get a two, one, and draw three cards. Pretty good.
0: Yeah, just the sorcery speed thing, man, just makes it like... It's hard for you to put this in a deck where you have a good amount of instant speed spells and and have the time to just uh, spend two mana... And not keep that mana open for a removal spell or a uh, counter spell or something like that. Like where you can yeah. just have the free time to just be like, oh, one of the blue. I'm going to look at the top three and just put one in my hand. I'm going to anticipate.
1: And then um, I think my favorite blue card by far from this set.
0: I know what is it is.
1: Is Stormwing. And t-
0: yep. Saw that one coming. Death.
1: Like, fucking come on, man.
0: <laughs> I love that reaction.
1: It's so good. Yeah, this card's pretty this cool. Is- I think this is gonna see a lot of modern
0: You think so. It's gonna get that deep.
1: Bro, have you heard of Manamorphos?
0: Yeah. No, that's a that's a I mean that's a very, very good point.
1: So this is three blue blue for an elemental, uh three three flying prowess when it enters the battlefield, scry two. It also has the little bit of text it says this spell cost two colorless and a blue less to cast if you've cast an instant or sorcery spell this turn.
0: So it makes it a one and a blue.
1: So a turn two with
0: I'm I think that's pretty big of a stretch, but I don't I, think that it is. I don't man. disagree with you saying that I think this card is going to be played. Like, I think this card is just like a very, very, very good, like storm card or like a blue, red, just like Delvery kind of strategy. Like yeah, I could see a deck with like the Phoenix, the Phoenix decks. Yeah, exactly. I could see like a world where it is almost a replacement for Phoenix in that deck, except for you don't have to jump through the hoops of discarding, phoenix like you did with the phoenix Act, like this is just going to be a delver style like young pyromancer delver maybe swift spear and then this guy and just get it
1: yeah i mean even a three mana three three so like an opt and three mana or two additional mana yeah i mean that, three, and that's three totally doable prowess. yeah and then just in the off times where you say okay i'll play uh turn two mana morphos this guy this thing yeah, sure this three three flyer, this creature I keep fucking saying that sorry. Um, yeah, just I think it's gonna yes, it's boltable, but I think people I mean but it also people, has prowess people have underestimated
0: prowess a lot and it, it turns out that it's very good. My thing is too, there is a mono red prowess deck playing Morphos, and it's splashing black for things like Coligan's command and a couple other black cards like Black incense in the main. I could see that deck maybe turning on its heels a little bit, or at least like versions of the deck turning on its heels a little bit, and going for blue, and just playing like metamorphose this guy, all of the same red creatures and all of the same red spells, and just being like, oh, there's going to be turns where I just get to go, uh bolt you, play three uh, three, what's up?
1: Yeah, the only the per the only thing that made this thing not. Ridiculously broken, they didn't give it haste. Thank god.
0: Oh, if this thing had haste, first of all, it's blue like that's pretty busted.
1: That's that's a fair point. Yep, just let me live my life with really broken.
0: I mean, <laughs> I think it's already pretty busted <laughs> just for going off just the cart itself. Yeah, it's it's
1: for sure strong,
0: uh, in a limited standpoint.
1: I don't know, but for sure, in a constructed I uh, modern and one of the, and, uh, one of the I don't weaker rares is
0: for standard.
1: Yeah, well
0: or uh, yeah, not for the, standard for limited i'm sorry
1: yeah for well even for standard um i don't know so i'm not I even know, gonna yeah, try I, that I,
0: I can't really speak on that
1: i was gonna be like well technically and i'm like well fuck i actually don't know <laughs> anything about standard so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no
0: you so know, limited
1: pretty weak but I mean, also I, so is three see the truth a three three flyer for five that has
0: prowess scries to not the worst thing no i'm just saying like in comparison to like the uh, some of the other five drops yeah like pursued whale is another blue rare. Like I'm taking Pursued Whale over this guy pretty much every every single day.
1: Is that the eight eight that they get a pirate where oh. they have to attack?
0: Yeah, it's the it's six or it's seven mana. It's five and two blue for an eight eight. Uh it's a whale, and then when it enters the battlefield, each opponent gets a one-one pirate creature that says creatures they control have to attack each turn.
1: So you play this and, eat their biggest thing and probably something else.
0: Yeah, I mean it's Moby Dick. It's literally Moby Dick on a card. Because like that card I'm taking in limited 10 times out of 10 if I see it. Um, I think my one of the better limited cards is Tolarian. Oh, the the Tolarian thing. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Tolarian it's a, Kraken. To, yeah, Tolarian Kraken.
1: Yeah, so this is a four man or six mana, four colorless, blue, blue, four, six. Whenever you draw a card, you may pay one. When you do, you may tap or untap target creature.
0: Yeah, so that's just like at your draw step. Pay a thing, tap down there thing like at worst and it's a four six like that's a pretty good body yeah it's a very very good control finisher oh yeah, it's limited for sure yeah that, that card's really good there's one more rare that i wanted to talk about in blue it's a discontinuity
1: is that end the fucking turn
0: yep we got yeah. a new end of the turn card so it is three blue 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 and it says for an instant speed spell it says as long as it is your turn this spell costs two and two blue last to cast. End the turn. So on your opponent's turn, it's six mana, three and three blue. On your turn, <laughs> it's one and a blue. That's pretty gross. Yeah, that's pretty good. And there are ways to really abuse. Not, like, I don't know if in standard or limited defense. you'd be able to do it, but there are ways to really abuse this in other formats. I'm, I'm interested to see if people, now that there is such a cheap way to do it if people are going to take this into other formats and try to bust it out because before this we never had something this cheap with this effect yeah i don't know there's the artifact that you can tap and end of the turn but i think that's like six mana no it's
1: two mana and then one mana to end the turn sundial uh, the infinite is what you're thinking sundial of.
0: yeah there you go i thought it was way more mana than that
1: no it's two to play and one neck
0: yeah that it's pretty wild yeah i mean it's it's a very or very you could just art
1: pay six and end their turn and their upkeep or
0: something. Um this is kind of a feel bad card to open in limited.
1: Yeah, it's not very good.
0: It's uh, one of those classic scenarios where there's a card in a core set that is like a specific reprint for a constructed thing and you open it it's just like this is unplayable. Why? Like Scapeshift was a perfect example in Core Set 2020. Where you open Escape Ship Unlimited and you're just like, oh, cool, awesome. This is, yeah, great, awesome. Absolutely. I just lost
1: the pay. There's always rares and mix like that, though, that are only good in Constructed.
0: Yeah, it just feels really bad when they're so obvious to not be good. There's
1: actually a couple other blue cards I wanted to talk about.
0: Okay, yeah, what, what else you got? Uh, so,
1: another rare, uh, Teferi's Insight, the two <clears throat> blue blue legendary enchantment if you would draw a card except the first one you draw in each of your draw steps draw two
0: cards instead a little bit of consecrated sphinx action
1: yeah
0: or just imagine this with consecrated now we're cooking with gas
1: that's doing some math i don't want to do auto include in commander decks i think
0: i think a lot of commander decks especially like heavy blue draw decks yeah um this might make it into my crew commander deck i'd have to work around the numbers
1: i think you just kill yourself like you just
0: mill yourself or not mill yourself, draw yourself out. Uh, that's what Thassa's Oracle and uh, Laboratory Manica- Maniac are for, bud.
1: Fair. Uh, just, it doesn't give you the option. You just do it.
0: Yeah. yeah it doesn't say you could just draw one card. It says uh, you go ahead and draw those cards. I mean, luckily a lot of the card draw things like index like that, if it's a permanent, it says you may draw a card. So you can just draw zero cards instead of two. But this can get out of hand, man. This is nuts.
1: Yeah, that it's always been. My next one is an uncommon miscast. So it's oh, blue yeah, this for good. instant. Counter target instant or sorcery spell unless it's controller pace. It's a pretty potent effect.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing how much worse you can make dispel with it still being very, very good. Well, this is not a hard
1: counter, but it's a one mana mana league for in sorcery.
0: Yeah, no, it's still very good. Again, it's just a very, it's just a significantly worse dispel. I think it still does the trick, though. This is exactly what standard needs, that, like, you know the, the biggest, well, the closest the other analog? One, what's that new one? that A
1: blue spell. It's a mana league for a blue spell and only costs one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, here's my thing. This is the closest analog I can get to this, where we're talking about kind of like the power creep, but in an opposite direction we had lightning bolt for the longest time and then we got lightning strike this is like the, the lightning opposite. strike to dispel yeah fair. right but then we also have really powerful stuff printed in the set as far as counter spells go we're getting rewind again Is rewind that good i guess in control
1: dexes but yeah for sure you can it's both, both counter spell and uh like
0: reign of revelation or just like counter spell and then have mana for your next counter spell that too like to rewind into rewind yeah they're just not
1: here. good in counter wars Eats no four mana
0: it's really good against decks that aren't playing counter spells yeah it's so good there's one more blue blue card that i want to talk about before i move on
1: hit me oh uh the functional reprint of it's our new oh. game
0: called Fr- frantic inventory oh yeah. i can't believe they did it to us um so, if there was ever a time for wizards to give us a fucking spoiler card it'd be friend it's literally accumulated knowledge only frantic it's the game we play every single week every week there's only one week that i can think of that we didn't play this and it was was the last mailbag yeah the year we've literally played oh no there's a couple other weeks because we played our other game which we're gonna have to get back to i'm gonna have to think about that more but yeah so everybody's favorite podcast game show accumulated knowledge got a functional reprint in frantic inventory it is exactly the same thing. It is one in a blue instant speed. You draw a card and then you draw a card equal to the number of cards named frantic inventory in your graveyard. Why not just reprint accumulated knowledge? Right? That's what I'm saying. Because if they would have printed accumulated knowledge, I would have made it the official unofficial fetch and shock preview.
1: Yeah, I don't get that, but it's good. They're always good. It's also commons. So can now play eight of this effect. Oh, if you really I really want to not- and pop her
0: i cannot wait for the the moment i'm thinking about limited dude i cannot wait for the day where i have like six of these in a limited deck and just just get to go in
1: going in on it
0: i'm hoping they print lab man in this set so i can just these and lab man and that's going to be my deck it's going to be pack one pick one lab man and then Man. 30 of these 20 lands call our day everything else yeah oh don't tell me i'll do it i believe you god this set is so sick man let's move on to some black cards How about it? Let's do it. I mean, there's one in particular uh, that you and I both last week were like, no fucking way. And then they threw it in our face. Grim Tutor. Grim Tutor. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, last week we called it. uh, We called it that there's no way this card is too powerful. Uh, And then they just said, hey, fetch and shock idiots. Here you go. Grim Tutor. One black, black. It
1: wasn't too powerful. I just didn't think they were actually going to do it
0: i didn't think they had the stones it turns out they do but yeah grim tutor one black black sorcery search your library for a card put it into your hand then shuffle your library you lose three life this is a crazy crazy reap. first of all this was like a gazillion dollars it was like 40 dollars uh for no it
1: wasn't grim tutor was always expensive it was only in starter
0: yeah it was like 40 bucks i thought no it was like 100 i thought oh was it really yeah Well, now it's pre ordering for thirty. I see the floor at this card being like ten bucks. Or not the floor. I would say this the average of this being like ten bucks. I could see it, honestly, getting down to like (laughs) probably like five bucks.
1: Yeah, there's no reason it shouldn't be cheap. It's not that great.
0: No, it's not amazing. But like this being in modern and this being in standard, this is a pretty powerful tutor.
1: I don't see this seeing play in modern. Three mana is a lot three life is a
0: sure especially if there's going to be aggressive decks in the format I, I i don't know i honestly i couldn't tell you but the fact that they reprinted this card after such a long time wow this is it's something else yeah um another noticeable reprint from the set massacre worm
1: yeah gotta get that reprint for them cubes commander,
0: commander. players alike yeah the the horse horse face got himself a reprint good old hee-haw good yeah old master Worm, sick good old minus one minus one to all creatures or minus two minus two to all creatures this guy wrath on a stick i really like Masker worm and cube is like a uh reanimator target
1: yeah it's real good
0: yeah really really cool re- were there any other notable reprints i mean we got duress we got grasp of darkness
1: uh, i think that's the only actual reprints reprints i could be wrong
0: no but we got some sweet new cards though
1: yeah uh let's start off with our
0: black planeswalker lily cool. Oh, good girl, Lily. Yeah, Lily Waker of the Dead. She's four mana this time. She's two and two black with a starting loyalty of four. She has a plus one that says each player discards a card. Each opponent who can't loses three life. She has a minus three that says target creature gets a minus X, minus X until the end of turn, where X is the number of cards in your graveyard. That's nuts. And then a minus seven that says you get an emblem with at the beginning of combat on your turn, put target creature card from a graveyard on the battlefield under your control. It gains haste. A graveyard, not your yeah. graveyard. No, you can do anybody's graveyard. Yeah, you can get wild with it. Yeah, this, I mean, this is a really, really solid Liliana. Yeah, it's this not the best
1: Liliana. It's solid. It isn't broken by any means, but it's very good.
0: No, it's. we're not saying it's like Liliana, Uh, like, for the the vale. any... Any of the three mana, honestly, it's not Last Hope or of the Veil, but this is a really good Liliana.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: That minus three is just gonna kill a lot of shit. If you can fill your graveyard even somewhat efficiently, this card is nuts.
1: And well, any ultimate, you generally, you're gonna win the game with a Vince Walker. Not all of them, but
0: most of them. Oh yeah, the ultimate's just like game over, boys. I like that card. It's, it's. I think that card's really good. Yeah, it is. good. Yeah, pack one, pick one. That one, anytime uh what do you think about uh Karavek the Spiteful? I'm trying to find it. He is two black black for a legendary creature, human warlock. He is a three-two, and he says other creatures get minus one, minus one. Oh,
1: that thing. That thing's good.
0: Yeah, he's pretty good.
1: So also, he's a really good lore
0: up. piece. I'm a big fan of that inclusion, just him as a character. Um, this is his second card. I don't know if he's the one that had a Vanguard card or not. I can't remember. I think he did. This might be the the guy who uh, Miro teased as having a Vanguard card, having a legendary, getting a second legendary. His first legendary is pretty good, even though he's really expensive. Um, he's red black in his initial thing. I actually play him in one of my commander deck, but like his lore, he's got like big beef with Mangara. Uh, at one point he trapped Mangara in like a... a amber stone and then Mangara broke out and then trapped uh back in the same kind of amber stone and now I guess mm. he's out. So a little bit of lore for that. And I think this card's just good. Just Knight of Souls portrayal on a on a on a creature.
1: yes Yeah, seems pretty good. Um do you know what the better legendary black creature is in this set? Oh I I mean what which one is it? Vito Thorn of the Dusk Rose. So homie here is two and a black. Legendary creature, vampire cleric for a 1-3. Um, whenever you gain life, target opponent loses that much life. And for 3 black-black, creatures you control gain lifelink until end of turn.
0: That's pretty good. Like, just think about the black-white deck, because there's obviously, like, a subtle lifelink theme with the white cards, too.
1: It also just, yeah, just on them as is. But this can also just give
0: your board lifelink. You can dump the 5 bandit into it, and that's really good. But if you're just gaining life, incidentally... It's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. They also have finally coined the term mill. So that's exciting.
0: I was just about to bring that up. I am so excited that they have taken out the convoluted, like put cards from the top of your library into the graveyard. They just made mill a keyword. It's about not a keyword, but like a a regulated phrase.
1: Yeah. Rather than what you just said.
0: Fucking awesome. Which makes me think, should we just get millstone reprinted? Like, it's not particularly good, but, like, the flavor, where you just yes, get be fine. millstone, and then it just says tap, and then opponent mills. I would love that. What about any other block cards you're feeling right now?
1: Um, I saw people on Twitter talking about silver, Silver's Moat Goal. So it's two and a black for Zombie Vampire 3-1. And at the beginning of your end step, if you gained three or more life this turn, return it from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Uh-huh. Um, seems good with
0: the uh, Creeping Chill. I was just about to say, I was, I saw this card and immediately was just like, huh, what's an easy way to gain three life in black that's already played pretty heavily in all the decks that would like this card? Oh, it's Creeping Chill. Exactly. That this is, one. yeah, this is a pretty sweet tool for dredge. Is Creeping Chill Pioneer legal? I think yeah, it is. It is. Are we getting closer and closer to like a dredge, like a very, very functional, good dredge deck in Pioneer?
1: It's More of a self mill, but I think cuz yeah, there's like, not actually dredger's legal.
0: Yeah, it's it's a dredgless dredge I guess, but and there was already a version of it before, but you you almost have to call it dredger. Right? Yeah. Cuz like they got Narco they got this guy, they got Creeping Chill, some sweet cards. Uh
1: there are two other ones that I wanted to talk about. Is there anything right. you
0: wanted to? Um I had I had two more but I there's a good chance that my two more might be yours, so you go ahead uh eliminate
1: one in a black instant destroy target creature or
0: planeswalker with converted mana cost three or less yeah i like that card a lot they
1: finally gave us the destroy a planeswalker
0: at instant speed for a low mana cost i'm in on that that was actually that was one of them
1: and then my other one is pestilent haze
0: oh see this one's i think yeah this one's cool
1: so one black black for a sorcery choose one all creatures get minus two minus two until end of turn or you remove two loyalty planeswalkers from each planeswalker
0: uncommon wrath effect even though it's only minus two minus two and limited
1: they're pretty potent
0: really powerful especially in like a control deck just like picking up one of these like on the wheel and just having it in your sideboard for if you're up against like an aggressive matchup or god forbid you're up against somebody who has a planeswalker
1: yeah it helps helps get rid of them especially if they're like okay playing a control deck they can't really kill this. I'm going to go. I'm going to do something to make it low. And then you're yep. like, psych, get it out of here.
0: Yep, see you, bud. <laughs> yeah, I like this a lot. Um, the last one in black I wanted to talk about was Village Rights.
1: Okay, I was hoping you would bring that one up. Oh. I think this
0: has, Boy. this one's good. This card is nuts. So Village Rights is one black mana for an instant speed spell. It says, as an additional cost to cast this card or this spell, sacrifice a creature draw two card and it's a common first of all common i think this card is hyper playable in popper like this card is going to now be a popper staple really yeah i think a thousand percent this card is nuts
1: and what what would it see play in
0: i think they were going to be like black centered maybe with white or green like aristocrat decks that just are drawing cards sacking creatures getting value from that and just going off having a blast yeah i think this card's very very good and popper also just in general instant speed one black draw two cards just sack a creature for that yeah there's a lot of things like that's some okay, power block, level there block in intersp- sack draw seems okay yeah that seems insane this card's nuts like this the fact that this is a common i think is the perfect example to speak to the power level of course at twenty twenty one. Like if this is what the commons look like, and we've already talked about some of the rares, this set is boss.
1: Yeah, it's it's really powerful so far. And we didn't even get everything. So No, let's let's talk about some red cards now. Currently the one of the big heavy hitters is Terror of Oh. So yeah. it's our it's our five mana dragons, three red red, flying. Five full spells your opponent's cast that target Terror of the Peaks cost an additional three life to cast. And then, whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, Terror of the Peaks deals damage equal to that creature's power to any target.
0: <laughs> Jeez. So, this is standard's new Thundermaw Hellkite or storm breath dragon or dragons the big, of that note. the
1: big dragon there's yeah. always a big dragon
0: and this one's really good
1: yeah this is strong you're gonna see this standard i would assume
0: first of all if you want to deal with it it's also not legendary
1: bolted. too so
0: oh that's also, very true
1: also yes you're just getting bolted anytime,
0: anytime you want to deal you with it, you're target. getting bolted yeah
1: and, and you can still counter or do stuff like that and they still just eat three life
0: if you want to just you know play a game of magic and cast creatures you're just going to continue killing your opponent with that like it's not like you're going to play this and not do anything for the rest of the game i'm assuming you're also going to have something to play after you play this in the subsequent turns yeah so if it's not immediately dealt with and bolting your opponent you're probably going to do a lot more than three damage i would assume at very least you're probably going to do five (laughs) i would say at least five Yeah. with the attacking part Oh, unless your opponent has Baneslayer.
1: And then it's this is null and void.
0: Unless you can produce uh, somehow more than five damage worth of creatures the next turn. Like, that is a, a viable thing. Like, play this guy and then just play a bunch of creatures and then just get your opponent dead before they can really gain too much life with Baneslayer?
1: Yeah, because you can't target Baneslayer with this thing. Because it's this that deals the damage, not the other
0: creatures coming in. That is in. correct. Yep. Another card I really like is... Uh, brash taunter little stuffy doll goblin yeah there's uh, some good goblins
1: oh for so, yeah, sure the exact same as stuffy doll except so four and a red one one indestructible um whenever it's dealt damage it deals that much damage to target opponent and then for two and a red you tap it and it fights another target creature
0: which is a crazy text line to put on a stuffy doll yeah like, I remember the days when you just play Stuffy Doll, and then you all you wanted to do was cast a uh, Blasphemous Act.
1: Yeah, deal 13.
0: And just 13 them. Now, this guy can just come down, and then you just fight a big thing, and you're just going to just know chip away at your opponent's life total.
1: Do you know what's really crazy? What's you that? can block and then activate it.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: So if your opponent attacks with a 5-5, five, five,
0: you're dumb enough for 10. Assuming that this guy can block that 5-5? Five, five? Yeah, big time yeah this card's sweet another sweet goblin is conspicuous snoop
1: yeah there's uh a janky combo with this already i like mean you, it need a, you
0: don't even need a janky combo for this card to be good it is two red mana for a two two goblin rogue it says play with the top card of your library revealed you may cast goblin spells from the top of your library and as long as the top card of your library is a goblin conspicuous snoop has all activated abilities of that card. Conspicuous. Or Conspicuous. Yes, you're right. So, Matt, what is the the dumb combo? It has something to do with Kiki-Jiki, right? So,
1: yeah, it's this, Kiki-Jiki, the goblin that lets you go get a goblin and put it on top, and Mog Fanatic. Okay. So you copy this. um, So Kiki-Jiki's on top. You make a bunch of this with Kiki-Jiki itself, and the new copy comes into play untapped. Keep copying it uh, ad nauseum, however many times you want. Uh, And then you go get Mog Fanatic, and then you sacrifice them all to just ping them to death.
0: Yeah, you just, I mean, that's that's, that's a way to win a game. You can also just have this as a value card. Like, this is going to be incredibly playable. It's going to be played in some number. I don't know if it's going to be four, but some number in Legacy Goblins. I think it'll be...
1: I think it'll be f- because you can just chain some goblins, especially with the one that sacks goblins for mana.
0: Yeah, I don't know if four is the right number. I it don't feels know either. Like I've two never or played three. goblin in my life. But, it, but. it doesn't feel like four and it feels greater than one. But it, it, regardless of the number that goblin experts uh, settle on, which I, neither of us certainly are not. This will 100% be played in Legacy Goblins and Modern Goblins and some standard deck that can do goblins. This card is just really, really good.
1: Yeah, yeah. pretty potent.
0: Um, there's another card I know you were excited about. It is Gadric, the crown scored.
1: Yeah, another dragon. Legendary uh, dragon. Uh, this one's only three mana, so two in a red, flying five, four. It can't attack unless you control four or more artifacts. Then at the beginning of your end step, create a treasure token for each non-token creature that died this turn.
0: Yeah, this uh, this card is on its surface pretty powerful.
1: At worst, it's a 5-4 flying wall. For three mana. For three mana.
0: But in the decks where you can abuse cheap artifacts, this is a very, very early threat.
1: Even when it's not... So, you just play this guy out. It's not your stuff that dies. Any creature that dies. Any creature. Yep. Non non token. So, you just plop this this homie out, and eventually, stuff dies. Unlimited blocking and attacking. So, trading off, you're going to get two treasures, which will either ramp you out into something bigger or turn Yadric into a 5 4 flying that can attack.
0: Yeah, a mean. Some bitch, this card is very powerful.
1: I don't know if it's good. It seems I think fun. This card's
0: sweet. Are there any other red cards that uh, sparked your wrist? I know of at least one.
1: Um. Yeah, there was something. It's the new polymorph. Oh, transmorgify.
0: Yeah, transmorgify. Just literally polymorphy for red. Yeah. So yeah, three in a red sorcery speed, exile target creature. That creature's controller reveals the cards fr- from the top of their library until they reveal a creature card. They put that card onto the battlefield, then shuffle their library. Polymorph. I mean, that's a pretty good red removal. At very least, and at best, um, you can just cheat out a very disgusting creature.
1: Yeah, good old token into Emrakul the Aeon's store
0: tw- I mean, we already had a way to do that that came out recently in Luka. Uh, now you just have another way to do something like that.
1: Well, there's that mono red deck floating around in Modern, or mono red splashing Polymorph. Uh, uh-huh. that played the the land from Throne that when it comes in, you make a 1-1 if you control three or more mountains.
0: Yeah, the one that makes, a, I believe it's a cobalt Or I, a I dwarf? It no, makes. it's a dwarf. It makes a dwarf. Yeah, but uh, this is just now another way to be able to do that. Which is pretty cool. I also like the card Fiery Emancipation.
1: Is that the tripler?
0: That is, yeah, it's the Mythic Rare for three and three red. It's an enchantment if a source... You control would deal damage to a permanent or player. It deals triple that damage to that permanent or player. This is a sweet one.
1: The uh, commander dot deck.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah. If, if you were a red deck wanting to deal a ton of damage, like Perforos is the perfect example. Uh, Apparently doubling stuff isn't good enough anymore. No, you need. No. Yeah. You, you thought doubling was good. Try uh, tripling. It's 33% better. Yeah, that math checks out. We also got a new Chandra. I'm not sold on this. No, I don't love her either. But I mean, we we can at least talk about one card that we don't love because there's been a lot of heaters so far. Uh, The new Chandra is Chandra, Heart of Fire. She's three and two red for a five loyalty starting planeswalker. For plus one, you discard your hand, then exile the top three cards of your library. Until the end of turn, you may play cards exiled this way. For plus one, you can also have Chandra, Heart of Fire deal two damage to any target. And for minus nine, you can search your graveyard and library for any number of red instant or sorcery cards. Exile them, then shuffle your library. You may cast them this turn, add six red to your... Well, that that minus nine ends the game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's better at least.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, and I guess in a red deck, by the time you have enough mana to, you know...
1: Play this and activate it. it a bunch of times. I'm yeah.
0: assuming you're not going to have a ton of cards in your hand, so the first plus one isn't too backbreaking of discarding your your hand. I wish you drawed the cards, but I guess that's not very red. But I can see you like playing it, plussing to deal two damage, and then the next turn untapping with at least five mana, and then just trying to get nuts. But I'm again, I'm not sold.
1: Yeah, I don't know either.
0: Only time will tell. How do you feel about Chandra's Pyroling? Chandra's Pyroling.
1: So it's one in a red, a 1-3 elemental list. Whenever a source you control deals non-combat damage to an opponent, uh, Chandra's Pyroling gets plus 1, plus 0, and double strike until end of turn.
0: Ooh, and it's a 1-3.
1: A 1-3. So it'll... A bolt or a... Fuck, is that lava dart would turn it into a 2-3 double striker.
0: I mean, and also, it does... It, get, it continue to too. get the plus one yeah, plus. plus one. Two. obviously the redundant instances double of double strike useless. don't do anything but it still does get the uh buff so if you like just throw together like two burn spells um a three three double strike is still something i guess i feel like this being an uncommon makes it significantly worse i meant in a constructed sense oh see i don't know the constructed deck where this is the card that you want if this was one red i that'd be stupid if it was one red but it, it just being two two mana i feel like there's so many more potent things you could be doing with two mana i don't know if it's worth it that's fair like especially in modern like you got so many really busted two mana red spells
1: yeah you're fighting space at that point that makes sense
0: i mean this could be a very playable card in standard i'm not sure this i mean limited like you have to really really stretch it for this card to begin no i i can get, i believe but i mean we've been wrong before so i guess we'll see
1: so let's move
0: on to to green yeah we got a really important reprint in green we got colossal dreadmaw, dude
1: we did get colossal <laughs> dreadmaw. we actually got some legitimate cards that need uh reprinting for oh, yeah we got some actual, actual
0: besides colossal Dreadmaw, we got some real cards that needed read um Azusa Lost But Seeking is one of them.
1: Yeah, no longer a
0: $50... Yeah, that card was a gazillion dollars, needed to reprint big time. Um, Also, Heroic Intervention.
1: That's what I was going to say, because that was like 20 bucks because of Commander.
0: Uh-huh. I mean, that's just like one of the best green cards, just in general, to put in a Commander deck. Just like makes you wrath proof, which is exactly what a green deck needs. Yeah. And like, to a lesser extent, we also got, like, Cultivate and Fierce Empath. Like, sure, those cards weren't a million dollars, but... Like those are both very good cards that seeing reprints is never a bad thing. Also reprinted Query and Drop. Yeah, that's a weird one. I didn't expect At that. Uncommon. Oh, it did get shifted. Yeah, it got pushed down. I'm fine with that. Card's really good.
1: Um, so some of the new cards here, green chase, I guess, um, is the elder Gargaroth.
0: Elder Gargaroth, yep.
1: So three green, green, beast, a six-six, so a five mana six six. Um vigilance reach trample. Sure. And then just on top of it, let's, uh, whenever it attacks or blocks, choose one. Create
0: a 3-3 three, three green beast creature token
1: or gain three
0: life or draw a card. If anything, this card just really shows the power level that green has been creeping up. This is like a pared down version of some of the green cards that we've seen in the past couple sets, and it's still not. Yeah, it's real strong. I'm
1: surprised it wasn't an enter the battle trigger.
0: Um, See, I kind of like it being attack because I feel like there's so many like there's euro now that's an etb
1: that has etb and attacks so that's both
0: yeah that that is both but i guess the initial one is just etb because it then uh goes away for a little nap for a couple turns i don't know this card good another card Um, that i think
1: is pretty good are you talking about garuk
0: yeah garuk's back
1: garuk garuk unleashed this one's real good yeah he's really good Go ahead, read this one. This one's very, very strong.
0: Yeah, so Garrick Unleashed is a Planeswalker for two and two green with a starting loyalty of four. For a plus one, it says up to one target creature gets plus three, plus three, and gains trample until the end of turn. For minus two, you create a three, three green beast creature token. Then if an opponent controls more creatures than you, put a loyalty counter on Garrick Unleashed. Then for minus seven, you get an emblem with, at the beginning of your end step, you may search your library for a creature card, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. Woo!
1: Very, very strong. All of these are good. Uh, gives say, you a add ability, ability on them. Gives you a way to punch through damage, makes a 3-3, three, three, and then if they have two creatures, you just happen to get another loyalty on it. So I could see a lot of times, like, okay, I'll make a 3-3, three, three. You have two creatures. I have one. Um, second main. Play another creature.
0: Oh, yeah. Like I mean, in the scenarios where you need to immediately minus him and protect him, your opponent is going to have a lot of creature. And that it still leaves threat.
1: him at three loyalty. That
0: leaves him at three loyalty. Exactly. Like, in the scenarios where the immediate minus is important, he's going to end up being at three loyalty. In the scenarios where you can just go ahead and plus him, you're already in a favorable board state. So like, you're going to be able to put uh, that plus three, plus three on a creature and then just get in.
1: Yeah. Smack someone in upside the head.
0: I, I mean, and even if your opponent is, does have creatures that can threaten him. Like I think feasibly the average scenario that you're going to play this guy on turn four is a game where you go like turn one land, turn two land creature, turn three land, another creature, turn four, play him you can plus on your turn two creature that's I'm assuming smaller than your turn three, one attack with the big one. And then you can keep your turn three creature back to on defense.
1: Yeah. or just smush in harder.
0: Yeah. Or you could just get way sideways if they don't have the ability to attack him for five. Cause I mean five by turn four attacking, I mean, not the easiest thing to come by.
1: Yeah, definitely not.
0: I also really like, even though not a big cat person, I like Felon sovereign a lot.
1: Yeah, it seems pretty good. It's obviously there's all we like we said, there's already a lot of good cats. And, and this is this just one, another one on the list. Um, If they do not make one of those pre-made products, cats versus dogs.
0: I OK. Yep. You got me. You got me on board with that one. I wasn't you know, like the there's pre-made? like goblins versus elves. And yeah,
1: like the angels versus demons. Like give us some fucking kitties versus puppers.
0: Yeah, that would be so sick. I mean in feline sovereign's pretty good. Just have feline sovereign versus uh pack leader. Even though feline sovereign wins like a hundred times out of hundred, it sucks.
1: Well, it just gains protection from dogs, <laughs> I not know, indestructible. It's so
0: rough. But anyway, feline sovereign is a obviously a creature cat for two and a green. It is a two-three and it says other cats you control get a plus one plus one and have protection from dogs. And then whenever one or more cats you control deals combat damage to a player destroy up to one target artifact or enchantment that player controls also the flavor text dogs beg cats lay claim i take offense to that so do i as a dog person not a dogs fan.
1: are better than cats end of story if you think otherwise you can stop listening i'm fine <laughs> with that
0: just alienating uh 50 of the the population do you think the population is split 50 50 between cat people and dog people? Or is it like. No,
1: I think way more people like dogs. Even people who don't own dogs love dogs.
0: Not there's all people up people. there who just don't like pets in general. Yeah, so, like, that you've got to force Sociopaths. That. Yeah, those are like serial killers, right? <laughs> but anyway, that's a tangent. Are there any other uh, green cards that you're particularly stoked on?
1: Particularly stoked? Uh, yes. One that I'm like, ooh, that's really good. Uh, well,. Old Spidey, Spore Web Weaver.
0: Oh yeah, this card's nuts.
1: Yeah, three mana, so two and a green. Uh, reach, Hexproof from blue, one four. Whenever Spore Web Weaver is dealt damage, you gain one life and create a one one green Saproling creature token.
0: It's so weird that it makes a Saproling, but it I, like, I love it in a weird way.
1: Yeah, why not just make like a baby spider?
0: Yeah, like a little baby spider. I mean, you can make a one one spider. Or like an O2 spider would be fine.
1: Well, the one one like lets you eventually get in there. Sure. Uh, this blocks. What the fuck is that card called? Whenever you discard a card, tap it, it gains hexproof. Whenever you draw a card, it gets plus two, plus oh.
0: Oh, uh, the, uh. Two white, white, blue, blue. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. I know what you're talking about.
1: But that card. Yep. Which there will be in standard and stuff together. So there's your that there's your Trump card. And it has protection from Teferi's fairies and all
0: that. Which, yeah, is is going to be a real thing that people have to deal with. No, I think um, that hurts me.
1: Was there anything else? There's some good, like, limited cards. Like, fight cards are always good.
0: Oh, like, what, Ranger Skyle are really good? Yeah. There's just some crazy cards in this set, man.
1: Uh, the art for Sabretooth Mauler. Fuck, oh, yeah. Man. That's a yeah, I have
0: started on the art on this set. Maybe, we'll yeah. talk about the art on next week's cast when we don't have so many cards to just to get through. But yeah, the art is just unreal on this set. Actually, you know what? We can do a quick segue into the art. How about that? No, we'll save yeah. it. I want to talk about the art for Ugin, the Spirit Dragon, man.
1: Oh, I see what you did. You Which is a nice segue
0: into our colorless cards. First of all, Ugin, put another point on the on the uh, the board for the faction chalkboard. We got that one right.
1: Yeah, this this needed a reprint. They were like fifty bucks or something.
0: Yeah, they were a gazillion dollars. Um, but they did a showcase version of it yes fuck man that's so cool like the full uh, uh like- first of all it's like the painting of it I, th- I don't know if the auction is over or not um but if anybody if the auction isn't over by the time you're listening to this feel free to go and buy the painting and send it to me uh i think the buy it now was like 45 grand also ryan Pancos. so if anybody can get that bid up as high as it can possibly go so Ryan Pancos can get that bag. I am a thousand percent in on that because this work is stunning. It is, is it one it like of the,
1: the best very, best very. Is it the different art or the same art? That's it's extended? the different. OK, see, I actually personally like the I didn't see the actual painting. So let's start there. But I like the same art with extended. I think that looks super.
0: Well, here's the thing, too. And I think this is a, a important thing to, to recognize. The original art is digital. Did not know that. And then that one's actually hand painted. And yes, the Ryan Pancoast, uh I believe I don't know exactly what, I think it's the like the promo packs, like the uh collector's edition boosters. Yeah, that one is oil panic. Are you kidding me? And the thing is massive. It's like it's like five foot tall. It's huge it's gorgeous man holy fuck ugin's nuts what a crazy good reprint yeah
1: that might be the best card in the set
0: yeah very well um also another notable limited perspective oh yeah i for sure yeah sad robot welcome welcome back solemn simulacrum i'm really happy to see that reprint. yeah it's just overall good yeah solemn's never bad i mean in any time a very very popular commander card gets reprinted i'm happy because then, just like cheaper copies, more people get their hands on it. Like I, I like that shit.
1: Yeah, you've always been up there. Exactly. Speaking of commander, this chromatic. Break. Yeah, come on
0: now. Hoo-wee! Oh, this card is nuts.
1: Like seven mana is really nothing in commander, um, especially since it's colorless. And then you can so seven mana, legendary art. You may spend mana as though it were mana of any color. Tap to add five color mana <laughs> pool. And then five tap, draw a card, each color among permanents you control.
0: Matt, I just built a colorless commander, a car, a commander deck, literally devoid of color. If I can get my hands on one of these, I'm putting it immediately in deck. I don't give a fuck about that second ability. Just something that taps for five colorless mana is disgusting. Yeah. That's nuts.
1: Especially with all the artifact mana and shit out there in commander
0: oh my goodness and just imagine the world where you can just power this out and then just tap it at five manifold key untap it tap it again voltaic key (laughs) untap it (laughs) tap it again a million mana play a thing yeah that feels really good that's gross yeah i also like spark hunter um massacore the three mana three four that as an additional cost to cast a spell you discard a card and then it has protection from Planeswalkers. And then for one mana, uh, it deals one damage to target Planeswalker. And for three mana, it gains Indestructible until the end. Yeah, hey, let's
1: make a card to kill Planeswalker. That's also three mana and has protection from them.
0: I mean, I'm... I'm downling, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Also, I'm an addict. So uh, the first thing I thought of when I thought when I saw this card was, oh, this card plays really well with Aetherbile. Yeah, three mana. I'm jamming this. And... Uh, You're not casting. You don't have to discard that card. Don't have to do the discard thing. I am going to jam this card in Aether decks until the day I die. I really like this, especially in metas where Planeswalkers are just such a pain in the ass to deal with. You mean like Like, four color control decks? Yeah, exactly. You rely on Planeswalkers to win the game. Yeah, there are going to be times where somebody plays an Oko and like immediately minus or pluses and kills one of my things, puts it to three. And then I could just like play this guy. Or like Aetherbile in this guy. Dump four mana into it and say, and bye, Oko. kill your Oko. Like, the first time I kill an Oko with Spark Hunter Manticore, there's a good chance. Keep a running tally on the Spark Hunter Manticore. Oh, yeah. I might like tattoo that into my... Like, I'm going to nut the first time I kill an Oko with a Spark Hunter Manticore. It's going to be that good. I cannot wait.
1: Also, a uh, reprint on Tormod's Crypt.
0: Yeah, that's a notable good reprint. I like that card. It's gonna be awkward when that's like your uncommon in your uh in your pack. One of your yeah. uncommon in your pack. It's like oh, uh, I feel bad. It we'll could be on the wheel. You're right. Yeah, and then you just pick it up on the wheel and then slide it into your constructed deck. So we need to these uh, color
1: multi-color or our multicolor
0: cards. cards. Um, there's one multicolor card that I lost my shit over. It is Numbai Esteemed Speaker. This is to
1: Fairy's oh, daughter. The, the promo. No, where are where do you Oh, that never mind.
0: That was in the last one. For, okay. Yep, it's a new one. Hold on, let me read this then. Yeah, Nyambai esteemed... Well, how about this, Matt? How about I read it to you? There we go. Nyambai esteemed speaker, is one white and one blue for a 2-1 human cleric. It's a legendary. And it has flash. Neambai also says, whenever she enters the battlefield, you may return another target creature you control to its owner's hand. If you do, you gain life Equal to that creature's converted mana cost, and for one white and a blue, you tap it, discard a legendary card, draw two cards.
1: Is your death and taxes list gonna start playing some some blue
0: splashes? I mean, this card is really, really good. I don't know if it's can like pull that kind of weight, but like is so good. It's See, hard to explain the versatility of this card because no, there's, it's so really not. There's, there's so many scenarios.
1: so many situations with ETB and combat map. Oh, hey, you have your second and third Thalia in your hand. Um, yes, please. I'll uh, discard that and draw two cards.
0: Yeah, and not to mention just like all of the shenanigans you can do with like Wisp and Aether Vial. Like there are so many things that this card does. It's nuts. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I love this card. How about you? Any other uh, multicolor cards that you were particularly fond of?
1: Uh, we got our classy blue white flyer uh, card. Oh yeah, our
0: mythic rare uncommon. That's blue white flyer.
1: Um, the thing I'm actually ex- that's just limited blue white flyers. There's always something. Yep. Uh, Conclave Mentor. Oh
0: yeah, this card's right up my alley.
1: So a very very similar to the snake, uh, the Winding Constrictor. Yep. So green, white, centaur, cleric, 2-2. If one or more plus one plus counters would be put on a creature you control, that many plus one plus one counters are put on that creature instead.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. So you get an
1: additional, this additional counter. And then it just has, when it dies, you gain life each power. Once again, this is the flagship uh, uncommon. So plus one plus one counters. Our white red guy is the. Goes and gets an Alpine Watchdog, which is the common one.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is just that typical thing where the two-color uncommon usually gives you a good idea of what what that two-color combination is about, at least in a limited context. So, I mean, I don't think the red-white one really does that, but I think we might find another red-white card that does that same thing. Uh, The green-white one, uh, the Conclave Mentor like you said, does the the plus one, plus one counters thing. It seems like the black red one has a pretty strong combat theme. Uh, Black white is like life gain.
1: The draining gain, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just the the cards really give you an idea of the direction you would want to take your limited deck in. It's not always like a steadfast, like you have to do the thing, but it's just it's a good directionary card for limited.
1: Yeah, scale Coddle got a, a reprint.
0: Yeah, I like that card a lot. I play that in Crufix, uh, my commander, so. It's really good in limited, too. Turn three. Oh, hell yeah. Excuse I was playing me. a commander game on Magic Online earlier this week, and somebody had a 32-32 Lorskull Disgusting. Not surprising, though.
1: Pretty good. Yep, yeah, pretty good. And then uh, I think our last multicolor card, it's a promo. So uh huh. It's probably a buy a box or something. It is the buy box. Exactly. So it's Rin and Sari inseparable. So one red, green, white legendary creature, dog, cat. They fucked up not calling it cat dog.
0: I would say it definitely should have been cat dog. I was just about to say that.
1: Um, but this is, these are the good, the good boys and girls for the cat dog deck. Um, whenever you cast a dog spell, create a one, one green cat. Whenever you cast a cat spell, create a one, one white dog. And then, Naya, so red, green, white, tap it. Uh Rin and Sari, inseparable deals damage to any target equal to the number of dogs you control. You gain life equal to the number of cats you control, and it is a four four.
0: This card's good. Yeah.
1: So there we go. We got a cat dog, dog, cat, I, planeswalker I deck. I love
0: that I can make a dog or er, tribal deck idiot. and then just like somehow also have cats in there. I want to make a dog tribal with this. And then just put sack outlets so I can sacrifice all of the cat tokens I'm getting, so I just get nothing but dogs.
1: Have only puppers. And then I guess we can do the lands. We only got one. Um... There's only
0: one really notable. now there's two lands I would say that that are worth talking about. And then we got a cycle, but the cycle of lands we got is just the completion of the rest of the scrylands Yeah. Yep. So which we'll is we you everybody knows me and Matt big fans of the Skylands.
1: Yeah, so we got the red-blue, uh, black-green, green-blue, white-black, and red-white. Yep. Um, Fabled Passage got a reprint. Uh, Which
0: is much needed.
1: Uh, yeah, that's it's a good... That's like the perfect find. It really is. I agree. Um, and then we got Animals.
0: I love it, man. I love this card.
1: So, tapped out of colorless, or two and tap it, put a 1-1 one, one counter on target bird, Cat, dog, goat, ox, or snake. Uh, no owners allowed. Sanctuary sign.
0: Maybe one of my favorite flavor texts of all time.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: <laughs> I love it. No owners allowed.
1: And then uh, since we have a life game theme, we also have a good old Radiant Fountain. Enters tapped, gain two life, tapped, dad color. And
0: that's, I mean, that's all we got for this week, at least. That's a wrap. What do you, f- I mean, okay, so far... On our new grading scale of 1 to 10, what are you rating Corset 2021 just from the cards we've seen to this point?
1: In a vacuum or in relation to others? I would
0: say just as a release. I'd say like a 7.5 or it seems pretty fun so far. I was going to say like, I would say with the cards that we've seen so far, I'm going like mid to high seven. Like seven point, yeah, 7.6, 7.5. There's a lot of good reprints. Yeah, and there's this a ton of good reprints and there's a some, ton of just core really set. Good cards. This is a core set. And then, I, I think that's that. you have to factor that into your judgment of it too. If we're going to put it on the scale of core sets, this is like a 9.4. This is probably the be-
1: this is better than M20 or M19, what was it? Was it M20? Or no, yeah, M20. Yep. With the Cavaliers. Yep. And the Elementals.
0: Yeah, much better than that.
1: I don't know, playability-wise, I haven't played it yet, but there's some...
0: And we don't have the entire set, but just so far, out of sets in general, this set is very, very good.
1: Yes, I would agree with you.
0: But Matt, do you want to move into uh, our top five of the week now? I suppose so. And I guess Animal Sanctuary was kind of a good transition into it. Good leeway. Leeway, what the fuck is... Jesus. (laughs) So since we finally got the... Much needed uh, a, a ratification of hounds into dogs in Magic. In Magic: The Gathering, this week we thought we'd take an, a nod to that and give our top five doggos in Magic prior to Core Set 2021. So basically, our top five hounds in Magic. Correct. So Matt, um, do you have any honorable mentions? I do not. I only have one. All right. What's your What's an honorable mention for you? Bane Hound. Ooh, Banehound, black, just black, one one life. Ooh, I like that. That's a pretty a good a, aggressive little idiot. Was that the that was the one from uh, War of the Spark, right? Yes. Yeah, I like that card. It was a. You have no honorable man chance.
1: I would also I'd like zero. to. I don't know. I also want to shout out Finn and Ollie. Number one, obviously. Yeah, out,
0: but no, yeah, Budweiser. Well, he, see, he's not a magic card, so Budweiser can't be in our top five hounds and magic.
1: But my dogs are magical, so.
0: Oh, that's very true. Well, Budweiser was in the MTG Jogs bracket. That's true. So he is technically a dog in magic adjacent. Dog adjacent. Magic adjacent. No, magic is dog adjacent now. Fair. (laughs) And also, I don't have any honorable mentions because they're all good dogs.
1: They are all good dogs. They're all good boys and girls. But I, I, I'll i start out the list. Then. For for fucking real, though, we don't deserve dogs. We really don't.
0: No, 100%. No, 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 no.
1: People no, no. are garbage. We're scum. We're shit. Yeah, people are trash and we deserve the love of dogs. But yeah, we have we it, it anyway. Money.
0: But yeah, I'll, I'll start out with my number five. My number five is Hallowborn Bargus. Never even heard of that one. The only reason why I know about this is because I built a commander deck this week that is centered around demons.
1: That pupper is an angel.
0: You're right. He, Okay.
1: He, How dare you refer to him <laughs> as a demon dog?
0: Okay, listen, it's not me referring to him as a demon. Is it a Chihuahua? No, then it's not a demon dog. <laughs> no, no, no. It is not a Chihuahua. It almost, it hardly looks like a dog. it's yeah, pretty come good, at though.
1: me. I threw shade at Chihuahuas.
0: No, that's fine. Chihuahuas are kind of like a subset of dogs. It's a ham. Yeah, it's not it's entirely okay.
1: dog. They have their moments.
0: No, Hollowborn Vargas is... Might be, I think it's the biggest dog. It is a 7-6. Uh,
1: for sure, that's the biggest dog.
0: Yeah, he's thick. Uh, it's also 7 mana. And it says at the beginning of your upkeep, if you have 0 cards in hand, uh, each opponent loses 2 life. And then at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, if that player has no cards in hand, they lose 2 life. Seems good. Yeah, it doesn't nah. seem bad. It, it almost made my new commander deck. Um, but then I decided against it because I was looking for demons and not dogs so matt what's it's your number number f- first mistake uh, no trust me the dog commander deck is is forthcoming i was just making a more specific demon
1: my number five is Wu, loyal companion Ooh, good old Wu. he's a, such a good boy he's a good boy and the token there's like a token of Wu. yes it's an adorable little pupper
0: yeah he's very good i like that a-
1: um i'll shoot on my number four here um probably the one that's been played the most
0: wild mongrel Ooh, that's a yeah that's a very good one yeah you can't really you can't really fuck with a mild wild mongrel it's the dog it's a it's such a good dog that it can be anything it wants yes exactly see it teaches that's you all... to play dead yeah what a great piece of flavor text in russia dog teaches you <laughs> <laughs> i wish i knew the set that wild mongrel was from, so you could say the set instead Ah, uh, damn it! I really screwed up that one. Yeah, you I? blew that one. Um, it's Odyssey, right? Yeah, Odyssey in Odyssey or on Odyssey. Dog teaches you. <laughs> no, my uh, my next one is actually a compound answer. It is Longshot Squad and Inoch Bonkin. Those are from uh, cons. They are from cons, and it turns out they're both dogs. They're also both soldiers. I believe or warriors. They're both warriors, but they're that just shows how brave they are as dogs that they can also be warriors uh dogs they're the outlast ones uh long shot squad gives reach and anagbonkin gives first strike if the creature has a plus one plus one counter um i have played a good handful of both of these um yeah and both I can, very very good in cons yeah can confirm both very good dogs very good dogs. but i my number three matt my number three is uh wild mongrel hey oh crossover number one yeah in odyssey uh dog teach you Dog team. The boy of many colors. Wild mongrel. Love that. All right, let's all right. hear your uh number three and two. So my number three is
1: Kunaros, Hound of Athere. Oh uh, the new one. Yeah. Um fluffy for all you Harry Potter fans out there.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah, that is that is actually exactly it.
1: I think my number two is gonna surprise you because I feel like it's your number one.
0: Oh no, I already know what it is then. Isamaru Hound of konda Oh you motherfucker. What the fuck could be your number one? Oh, You'll, no. I already know what your number one is. I'll
1: let you guess it before, but Isamaru is 2-2 two, two for a white legendary creature hound. The flavor text is pretty cool, too. It's like the Kondo Konda hears his dog start to growl, and it's like alert the troops. The, yeah, the Kami I, I here. I have it
0: right here. It says, the flavor text on Isumaru is, the hound sniffed the air and let slip a low growl. General Tatsekin looked down at the faithful Isumaru and claimed him with a touch. Alert the men. The Kami are coming. Very, very good. Yeah, fuck yeah. Isumaru is the shit. Well, Matt, your number three and two are exactly in the same order as my number two and one. Mm.
1: So, Athreos and then Isumaru.
0: Yeah, yeah. Can, yeah. Condorus, Hound of Athreos is my number two. Uh, I, Death and Taxes, dog. Come on now. Yeah, Shocking. I you can't pass him up. And then Isumaru, uh, just the best good boy of all time, so good. Also, Chris Muller art. Chris Muller, Pittsburgh guy. One of the nicest artists I've ever met. He's such a sweetheart, and his marriage is just a flawless, 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 flawless good boy. And like a one-one for two, or a two-two for one mana. Sign me up.
1: the Legendary is what always held it back.
0: Yeah, I mean, but now we have the uh mox amber. All right,
1: homie. What's my numero uno?
0: It's Zodiac dog. No, it's not. not oh what is it it would be corpse cur oh
1: really really i love this card why because i love infect oh that's right and this card is so goddamn good and uh triple scars
0: oh yeah this card was actually pretty good you're right that was fantastic what do you mean yeah you get to return a card with infect from your graveyard Graveyard yeah yeah this card was pretty good yeah corpse Cur is really good i honestly did not know this card was a dog or a hound until i looked at the list to pick up my top 10 or my top 5 neither did i
1: <laughs> and i was like you're a, you're a good boy you're a good boy for the infectors but you're a good boy
0: just so he's a good boy in general and good then also dog. he's good a dog. very good boy god fucking love dogs man
1: i saw That's the a- goodest the goodest girl ever at the dog park today oh hell yeah it's this gorgeous pitbull and it that dog was so well behaved like the owner was throwing the, like a ball for it for her and she would like she was loving every second of it and ollie was like watching and ollie he's only 20 pounds and this dog was much um, bigger honestly um probably two and a half times the size of finn like oh muscle-wise. so a very big dog he was a beast love that and the owner told her to wait and she threw the ball for ollie and my heart melted because the dog kaya was her name and she waited for ollie to go get the ball bring it back unbelievably well trained and she was such a good girl
0: i love that so much she deserves the world she does fuck yeah dogs are too good that sir they are you know you know what also is too good matt what's that fucking
1: you at accumulated knowledge I've been real shaky as of late. That's true. You have
0: been off uh I, off
1: a little bit.
0: Is, isn't it me to ask you this time? No, I think it was. Oh, wait. I no, you're right. I failed hard last time. Yeah, I failed real Oh, hard. that's right. Yeah. So you don't have I to worry about blowing first,
1: it. Yeah, I blew it hard last time. So. I have
0: to worry about not blowing it. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's way more stress than I was prepared for. I thought I was asking you. You were, you.
1: You were like, okay, let's go. Man. You're no, going down. God
0: damn it. Now, now I have it's on to you. Oh boy, I just <laughs> was having such a good time now I'm having such a fucking bad time.
1: This would have been a perfect time to name all the name half the cats but
0: oh man, I'm so stressed now. Well how about here I can, I'm I not doing that I'll
1: just do the regular.
0: Go ahead and explain what the game. Is. Yeah, I'll manage my stress while I am uh explaining frantic inventory the game yeah so every week we like to play a game called frantic inventory. <laughs> yeah every week we play a game called accumulated knowledge and in this game, we go to the Scryfall website, we click the random card generating button, and one of us asks the name of that randomly generated card. The other has to guess the mana cost of that card. If they get it right, they get a point. And if they don't, uh, they never get to see a dog ever again.
1: Nope, I'm not doing it.
0: I don't know how that would work because we both live with dogs. No, but that's, that's what's on the line. So, uh, Matt. It's, I guess I'm ready for my first card. Your first card
1: is Viashino Warrior.
0: Oh boy. Viashino Warrior. I know Viashino Pyromancer. I think that's a card. No, what's a Viashino one that I know? I thought the Viashino Pyromancer was like the Tuna Red. I don't know. We'll go Tuna White. I honestly don't know what this card is. The Warrior makes me think that it's white. So I'm going to go Tuna White. Is that your final answer? Yeah, sure, because I have no idea. Uh before I answer that, do you know what the Viashino are? Um aren't they like some warriors from or like aren't they they're, they're are they they are they are not from Kamagawa. No, they're not from Kamigawa. I want to say they're a corset. No, not a corset.
1: There are some more recently printed
0: I in can't a corset.
1: They are like lizards. Lizards, lizards. that's what they're like lizard warriors generally. Yeah. Uh but you are super incorrect. This is three and a red for a four two. That it. Oh, sick. That's it. When traveling the great desert, avoid wearing the scales of lizards. For the Viashino roll the sands and look poorly on the skinning of their cousin. Hmm. Zephyrin, guide to the desert.
0: Yeah, I would have never guessed that Do
1: you know what this set is just off of that? Uh, Ollie. No, I get no it, clue. Man. Mirage. Oh, because the desert. Sure.
0: Okay, yep, that makes sense. All right, are you ready for numero dos? Yeah, I'm hoping it's easier than that one. It's easier. Okay.
1: Uh, your second one is profane procession
0: oh this is the uh uh it's a enchantment right you tell me yeah it's from uh uh what's the pirate set weatherlight no they, i mean okay sure there were, i guess there were pirates <laughs> in that. um <laughs> no uh fuck what's the pirate set it's not a cory ixelon. thank you me i just thanked myself for that um <laughs> Go so, ahead and pat yourself on the back I, it's black and white. I don't know if it's two black, white, or one black. Because um, I think it flips, doesn't it? Would you like a hint? No, I think it's one black, white, because I think all of those ones. I don't know. I know the black one, or the black, green one from that set, because I just put it in the commander deck. Yeah, I I want to say it's one white, black, because I saw it, because I just put the black, green one in a commander deck. Uh, That's like the reanimator one. And that one's one black green. So I'm going to go one white black. Tell
1: your final answer. Yes. That is correct. It's one white black.
0: It exiles. Legendary
1: enchantment. Right? Yeah. Three white black exile target creature. Then if there are three or more cards exiled with profane procession, transform it. Uh, it's a legendary land, obviously. Tomb of the Dusk Rose. Taps tad any color. And then two white black tap. Put a creature card exiled. With this permanent onto the battlefield under your control.
0: Yeah, I almost put this in a commander deck uh, this week, and then it just was not good enough. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's like a reanimator deck. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't really make much sense. Checks out. All right, on
1: to número tres. I'm one in right?
0: one. Yes, I am. Mog Sentry. Um, well, it's a goblin.
1: What gave it away? The Sentry. The Sentry part.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't have gave me the the entire name. Um, I'm probably going to ask a hint on this one because I don't actually know what it is. Sure, sure, sure. Um, what does Mog Sentry do? Whenever an opponent plays a spell, Mog Sentry gets plus
1: two, plus two until end of turn.
0: Ah, oh, weird. Ugh. Nobody
1: stands in one place better than a Mog. <laughs> God, Goblin Flavor Text is so good. They're the best, actually, like the actual factual Ben.
0: Well, I don't actually know what this card is, But just based on the fact that it's a goblin, I'm just going to say it's one red mana. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Yeah, you're correct. Awesome.
1: Thank you, goblins. Yeah, for her. (laughs) Sick. Uh, Originally, this is from Plane Shift, and this was reprinted in 8th and Ninth. Oh, sick. It's terrible, but...
0: You're not very good.
1: Goddamn goblins. Ooh, another one. If you don't get this, I'll never speak to you
0: siege gang commander siege gang commander what he was most recently printed in dominaria right was that the set that he was most recently printed in like i think name? it was Do- He's three and two red he makes two one one goblins when he comes in and then you can uh, what is it pay one in a red sack a goblin deal two. is that your final answer did i say no he makes three goblins doesn't he? i was
1: about to say i was gonna fucking make you lose
0: that one no yeah you- he no he makes three goblins yeah, he good. that's correct. Siege Gang's nuts. What? When was he recently printed? Was it Dom? Uh, Dominator.
1: Okay, cool. There's a game night promo of him too, but I don't know what the fuck that. Oh,
0: well, I just I I'm pretty sure the most recent printed has to be Dom. Yeah, it is. That's good. Um, was that five or was that four? That was four. I got one more, but I also won, so I'm happy with. Oh,
1: hers is mine. You don't get that one. Hey, that's a land. Fuck is this card? Sure.
0: All right, Telethopter. Telethopter. Tele. It's like Um, helicopter, but tele. But a telethopter. I'm gonna go uh rapid fire round. It's four colorless
1: So your final answer?
0: Yep. Go fuck yourself. Did I nail it? Yeah. Yo, (laughs) yes, I did All these obscure artifacts are either three or four mana. Yeah, and that's why I was either I was like, uh, you know, it doesn't actually matter to me at all. Uh you got it, bud. I can't believe that. This is a
1: four mana artifact creature, Thopter. It is three-one. Tap an untapped picture you control. Telethopter gains flying. And huh. from Tempest. It's horrible.
0: Yeah, I've never heard of it before in my entire life. I cannot believe that I just fucking pre balled that one. Yeah, so you just sick. fired
1: that sucker off and you got it.
0: So sick. Rapid fire action, baby.
1: You did it. You got it. You're the winner.
0: Fuck, yeah.
1: Ollie snores. Oh, I'm like, so stoked. There's going to be so much Ollie snoring in the
0: recording. <laughs> well, I'll see what I can do about it.
1: Just let it happen. It, he's a good
0: Yeah, and this is, okay, if if the theme is going to be good boys, then Ollie is good boy. Ollie, you're internet famous. Oh, look at that, Oliver. Yeah, internet famous for the fact to shock audience. Yeah, All six right. people are going to be like, I know what Ollie sounds like when he snores. Start a truck, has diesel
1: fuel, and you know what he's He's like on the other couch, too.
0: Holy shit. What a loud yeah. motherfucker.
1: Dude, Lauren legitimately blames me for snoring. And and it's him. I, th- I think a lot of the times it's actually him because I don't snore loud. Well, you know who does? All hey. over
0: <laughs> The dog. God, I love that. So, well, Matt, I got a shout out, bud.
1: Yeah, he's shouting
0: out. I got a shout out somebody that I have already shouted out a million times, but I don't think we've ever officially shouted him out. Ryan Panter. You nailed it. It's exactly right. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Thousand percent. Yeah, I want to shout out uh, our, I think this might be our first magic artist that we've shouted out this entire time, which is uh, wild. The amount that we talk about. art. Well, we
1: also random shout outs through episodes.
0: That's true. But this is our first official magic artist shout out. And it is for the Ryan Pancoast undisputed goat of magic art. You can find him at our underscore art on Twitter. And on his Twitter, you can expect to find, uh, you know, just general just pictures of his art. Most recently, he has some pictures of some uh, color studies he did for Ugin that are on smaller pieces of board uh, that I believe
1: forty grand instead of forty five.
0: I don't know if they're that much, but the color studies you can actually bid on. um, They're on the MTG Art Market Twitter right now. They're about the size of like a a book, so like maybe like eight inches, six inches, or something like that. Um, One of them is already. Fifteen hundred bucks. The other one is
1: like I would love to own some of that stuff. I just don't ever want to pay for it. Well, that's I'm, the thing. I would be, I'm like completely cool with just getting.
0: That's the thing with with Panko's art. I'm lucky that I got a piece from him when I did because that was when he was like relatively unknown. Yeah, now he, blew up. he is doing such high profile works that all of his stuff is going for thousands and thousands of thousands of dollars. I am just like unbelievably lucky. I got a piece when I did.
1: Does he do anything outside of like magic art? He like does like a ton some
0: of stuff outside of magic.
1: Uh, okay. Like I knew some of the artists, like they strictly do magic art, but then some no. other ones are like,
0: no, he does
1: different video games. And
0: he does a lot of just generic high fantasy stuff. Also on his Twitter, when you go follow him, because you're all going to, um, he does also like signal boost a lot of other like small artists and post their work and just like get stoked on art. So if you don't only want to see great art from him, but just great art in general, Pancos is the guy to follow. Cool. And every so often he'll also post videos of him painting some of like, I believe there's one for Ugin and it's just a time lapse of him painting Ugin and I could live off that shit. That is like doing crack. It is so good watching that Doesn't shit.
1: Doesn't he also do, like, a bunch of charity shit? Like, he'll have stuff and say, hey, like, this is bidding and everything goes to
0: I charity XYZ. I think, yeah, he's done stuff
1: like that for sure, yeah. A lot of those guys and gals, folks who are just good at art, they tend to do that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, turns out, magic artists, 10 out of 10 people. Um. In addition to Pancoast, um,
1: you should share the link for that uh, place to buy, like, prints. and.
0: Oh, the original magic art store? yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Um, Also, we can just do that on a, on an episode. Maybe next week. That'll be a little tag for next week. We can go a little bit deeper on some of the art things that we like in Corset 2021. And also uh, highlight where you can go and buy prints and stuff. Yeah, I'm fine with that. There you go. Little teaser. Somebody reach out to us on Twitter uh, right around uh like 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time next week and say, hey, remember to talk about the art stuff. So then we'll remember to talk about it and then we'll I'm do that next week.
1: Yeah, I'm cool with that.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: We may or may not have Corey next week as well.
0: Oh, that's very true. Depending on how things how things work out with our schedule and his schedule, we might have a special guest, uh Corey next week. But until not very, then not very special, but yeah. I mean a middling special guest. Four out of ten. <laughs> but until four then four out of ten Dennis Dennis recommended <laughs> recommend Corey. Chew on Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. God damn it, let me do their fucking plug. no wait, I gotta plug! I gotta plug first. Oh shit. Oh, fuck. Go, to, go to the Twitter fetch underscore shock. If you wanna follow Matt, go to at it's pop if you wanna follow me, uh at basic land bin. Uh go to the Discord, the link is in the on our Twitter and also in the description for this podcast. Okay, fucking see you later now I
1: fucking did I completely, completely forgot i the flying